Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. Behind anyone that is doing a great work for the Lord, there are unnamed people, anonymous on earth but known by God, who have invested in them, who have encouraged them, who have prayed for them, who have helped them. Those are the people who are really making a difference for God. I believe those are the people at the judgment seat of Christ that are going to receive the greatest rewards. And today we get acquainted with one of those couples. It's a husband and wife team, by the way. That's why you get married, because you can serve the Lord uh, and God confirms that you can serve him greater together than you do apart. It's the only reason to get married, uh, that the husband and wife are completing one another and laboring together can be more effective than they would be if they had stayed separate. And so we're introduced to one of my favorite married couples in Scripture. It's Aquila and Priscilla. Uh, They show up in four different books of the New Testament, and we are first introduced to them in the book of Acts, chapter number 18. You remember that in our recent studies, uh, twice they have been referenced. In verse number 2, the Bible says that Paul found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy, with his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome. So we know that uh, this husband and wife team had been expelled from their home because of persecution. They had come to Corinth. They had a divine appointment. That's where they crossed paths with the Apostle Paul. And verse 3 says that they were of the same craft. So these were tent makers. And uh, Paul lived with them and worked with them. You talk about getting close to the preacher. Then they came up again in verse number 18 when Paul sailed for Syria. And uh, he's traveling on his missionary journey. And Aquila and Priscilla, despite all of the opposition against him, stay right with the Apostle Paul. Then when you come to the end of Acts 18, there's a concentrated section about their contribution. Let's read a little bit, beginning in verse 24. The Bible says, And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the Scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the Spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. So here's a very gifted man, a very able man, a man who's serving the Lord best he knows how, and yet uh, there are things about this gospel message that he has not yet come to understand. Uh, He knows all about John's message, but he knows very little about all that Jesus came uh, to explain and all that the Holy Spirit has now made plain. And so in verse 26, the Bible says, And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who when he was come, helped them much which had believed through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly, showing by the Scriptures that Jesus was Christ. Apollos was mightily used of God. He won the lost to Christ. He strengthened the church. He convinced the the critics. 
I mean, this is a man that became one of the Lord's choice vessels. In fact, in Paul's day, you remember some people held him in esteem as they did Paul. Remember, some people said, I'm of Paul, and others, I have Apollos. This was a man highly regarded and respected, but please don't miss the emphasis in Acts 18. Apollos could never have been used of the Lord like he was if first Aquila and Priscilla had not helped guide him into the truth. Now, this man could never have made the public contribution that he made if they had not made their private contribution. I say again, behind the scenes, God is using people that you do not know, that you might not imagine, that you may never see until we get to the judgment seat to make a tremendous difference in this world. And this is one such couple who made a difference. Let me give you a few observations about their life from this portion of Scripture. The first is that they serve the Lord together. Did you know every time in Scripture, all four books that mention them, every time Aquila is mentioned, Priscilla is mentioned, and every time Priscilla is mentioned, Aquila is mentioned, they're always together. They didn't just stay together. They served the Lord together. Now, this is one little interesting uh, side note. Sometimes her name is listed first. Bible teachers have debated that. Why would that be? Maybe she's the more outgoing of the two. Maybe she is the one that is uh, most recognizable. We don't know. But one thing we do know, they were together. In the divine math, one plus one equals one. So one husband, one wife brought together, made one in Christ, one in spirit, one in soul, one in body, one in purpose, and they're serving the Lord together. The second thing we know about them is they served the Lord right where they were. They used their occupation, and they were used of God in their location. Uh, So these were not uh, professional Christian workers. These were just normal people, tent makers, and yet they let God use them right where they were serving. They even let God use them in difficult times. Remember, they'd lost their home. They had had lost their uh, original place of dwelling and all of the things that were familiar to them through this persecution, and yet they never complained about it. We have no record of them arguing with God or uh, talking about how difficult they have it. They just serve the Lord right where they were. And then notice that they supported God's servant. Repeatedly, it says of their relationship to Paul that they were with him. They were with him. In fact, Paul would later testify in Romans chapter 16 about this same couple. I think it's one of the greatest uh, things that could ever be said of a believer. Romans 16 verse 3 says, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have for my life laid down their own necks. This was a couple that understood if they helped God's servant, they helped everybody he ministered to. Something else I observe about them in Acts 18 is that they were faithfully under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. Every time the synagogue is mentioned, they're there. Every time somebody's preaching and teaching from the Word, they are there. What an instructive thing for all of us uh, to keep our families connected to the place where religious instruction is being given, the Word of God is being expounded. But then this is really important. They not only received teaching, they taught others what they had been taught. We don't know if they had children. There's no record of that in Scripture. Uh, I believe if they, if they did have children, they must have made a tremendous impact on them. But we do know they took Apollos to them and they invested in him. They used their influence. They instructed him. This doesn't mean they were trying to straighten the preacher out. I know a lot of people that would love to have that ministry. No, this was a couple that said privately, they took him aside and they said, 
Let us help you understand what we have been taught. And that opened, of course, a whole new world of truth up to Apollos, and then he passed it on to others. I would challenge you, look up Aquila and Priscilla in the rest of Scripture. They show up in Romans 16. I alluded to that a moment ago. They show up in 1 Corinthians 16. At the end of both of those letters, Paul references them, and in both occasions, the church is meeting in their house. You talk about people who are heart deep in the work of the Lord. Uh, the, The church only comes to your house if the church is first in your heart. They were also encouragers because every time Paul writes to a church, he said, Aquila and Priscilla greet you much in the Lord. These were people who just made it their business to be a blessing right where they were. The last mention of them is in Paul's final letter in 2 Timothy 4.19. And someone says, well, that's, that's no big deal. Oh, it is a big deal because it was at least 16 years after they were first introduced. This was a couple that was faithful over the long haul, faithful for years to do what they could right where they were. This was a couple that made a difference in the world. Would you determine by God's grace you'll let the Lord use you to be an Aquila and Priscilla today. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why Enjoying the Journey exists, to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.